Welcome to the Nativity Podcast, where we give listeners a behind-the-scenes look into the life of our active Catholic parish here in Burke, Virginia. How can we help you grow in your own faith? Listen to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are so glad to have you with us on the Nativity Podcast. I am your host, Father Ed Bresnahan, parochial vicar here at Nativity Church in Burke. With me, as always, is... Your Director of Social Media, Mary Castellano. Oh my gosh, we are so glad to have you. And I guess the kind of closing our second season. It is. Can you believe it? We've done two full seasons of this already. <laughs> um, and th- this is just a really good time to kind of t- stop and sort of take stock of everything, see where everything is going. But we have such a special treat for you guys today. For the first time in Nativity Podcast history, we are welcoming back one of our wonderful guests. It's not because we've run out of material. Believe me, season three is on the horizon. We've got some really good things coming for you then. But we are so excited to announce uh, a number of upcoming things and some things to look forward to. And what better way to talk about sort of where this is all happening than one of our best surprises of the year, welcoming back our wonderful pastor, Father Bob Selinski. Thanks, Father Brotherhand. Thank you, Mary, for having me back. And it's a joy to be able to share today some exciting things happening in a very special year for the parish. But I want you to know that I've listened to all the podcasts. Yes, you know, yes. I've listened to all of them. And um, I've enjoyed listening and, and have been updated and learned a lot about the ministries and the people that are involved in those ministries through the podcast. So thanks for your um, dedication to this and using social media in such a creative way. Oh, thank you, Father. We are like it's it's been a blessing. Like without your support, we wouldn't have been able to 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 get this up and running. And I think a, a pretty good way of sort of showcasing the different ways that our parish uh, is active. We always talk about how active we are. Um, I think the idea of helping to get to know some of those people who are there on the ground doing it absolutely um, it inspires us. So. It does. Um, they're always, and we're always surprised by them, wouldn't you say? We are. We yeah. really are. Yeah. So our opening question today is going to be a little twist. Um, and it kind of goes along with that, this theme of surprises. So Mary, in your life, Father Bob, in your life, what, what would be something that if you were having a conversation with somebody, they might be surprised to know about you? I, so, oh man, this is, this is an interesting question. So, so I think something that people would be surprised to know about me is I actually discerned religious life in my kind of upperclassman years in high school. So from like age 16 to about 19, just, it kind of came out of the blue. I met with some beautiful sisters at the March for Life and they handed me a prayer card and it was from the Sisters of Life. And at that time I was really involved with pro-life work in my, uh, in my hometown. And so that was a huge like desire and drive on my heart and just kind of in my family so you know fast forward three years i finally visited the sisters and they're just they're beautiful the sisters of life in new york um the lord at that time told me no this is not this is not what i'm calling you to do but they were still uh, such a joy to visit and so i was really really grateful for that like formative time and just that like being open to you know it's, it's so interesting talking with two religious men. It's like, you know, you don't really often hear about women religious. We're super fortunate here because we have the sisters that run our religious education uh, program. But I think it's kind of rare nowadays for um, like a young woman to, to discern. So I'm really grateful that the Lord put that desire on my heart for time and that I had those experiences. So that might be something people would be surprised to know about me as I discerned religious life. Yeah, that's great, Mary. Thanks for sharing that. And definitely God has called you to ministry in his church, which is so beautiful. And we're Mm -hmm. so glad you're here. 
And yeah. thanks for your openness to God's call for you. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. And I didn't know that. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Ah, we what got a surprise. You, Father? Well, I think for me, um, what comes to mind is, uh, I think my, my brothers and sisters would know that and those who have been my childhood friends, but I really love music and I play the guitar. And um, so I played the guitar and sang in every level of my life in our school, my Catholic school that I went to for grade school, high school, college, theology. I was always part of the choir and playing guitar. So it was very beautiful. And I've sung at weddings and um, things like that that people have asked me to be part of. But like music and um, I was growing up during the Beatles time. So they were my they were my teenage high school years. You know, they were from 1960 to 1970. They had a great 10-year run, and I'm a great Paul McCartney fan to this day. And I've been to five Paul McCartney concerts, actually. I just went to one in Baltimore at Camden Yards this past June, and just fantastic, fantastic. So I love Paul McCartney, the Beatles, James Taylor. Oh, yeah. um, When I was real young, teenage years, my my eight-track tapes in my car that I used to drive my younger brothers and sisters, they had to listen to the Beach Boys, the Beatles, Helen Reddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like music. That, and I love that Nativity Parish sings. Yes. You know, when you're at Mass, it's a singing community and a celebrating community. And music is a big part of our liturgy. You can hear them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the thing that would surprise me, uh, people know that I love, like, uh, people know that I love, like, trivia. Bacon. They love, oh, yeah, that would not be a surprise. <laughs> oh, People would be surprised if I was a vegetarian. That would be yes. the thing. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. They might not be surprised that I love trivia, but, um, but I think they might be surprised to know that I've actually been on a trivia show. Uh, mm. That when I was in high school, I was part of a, a program that got on television on uh, NBC, I think. Um, it was the NBC or ABC studios. And on Saturday mornings, uh, high school trivia teams will square off against each other. So I'm, I've been on a television TV show about five different times because we won a couple of times. Wow. So we, we didn't, we, we weren't always losing. So we actually, uh, you know, it's hard. It, some, of the best, uh, some of the best schools in Northern Virginia. Um, and we would, uh, we, we, we would compete um, every once in a while. We'd, we'd go down for a taping or something like that so uh so yeah i'm, a, I'm not a bona fide tv star but if you saw my imdb page it oh would say God. five episodes of it's academic oh, that's so cool <laughs> it got so. you ready for media broadcast you got exactly. it yeah exactly exactly so, but enough about our enough about times past. Actually, we're going to be we're reminiscing about a very different uh, a different time. Our parish is about to is kicking off. I should say our parish is kicking off its fiftieth anniversary, a jubilee year, a jubilee year in the life of the parish. And so, I've got to ask, um, I got to ask Father Bob. We've got a steering committee. We've got plans. What are we doing? Yeah, well, it is an exciting year for us in the parish, a historical one, because. Um, this past June 11th, this past summer, we celebrated our 49th anniversary. So now we're in our 50th year leading up to a grand celebration next summer, 2023, on June 11th, um, our 50th anniversary. So this is a jubilee year for our parish. And we don't want that anniversary just show up, you know, show up on June 11th. We really want to prepare for it and celebrate the whole year. So we have some exciting things planned uh, for this year leading up to the 50th anniversary. 50 years in a parish. So how do you do that? How do you celebrate How do you celebrate 50 years? Well, we're going to take um, the occasion actually each week to celebrate a part of our history. 
So already, uh, Bob Clark is our parish historian. He and his wife, Marie, have been part of the parish from the, the very beginning. So Bob has been writing the history, and every week in the bulletin is uh, an on-this-date historical column that uh, we'll be reading um, every week. So every week we're going to be celebrating a part of our history that we can read about, and, um, and it's exciting to just see the story of Nativity Parish. And it began with... Um, a mass at Hunt Valley School. Hunt Valley School is still in, in business, and uh, parishioners gathered for that first mass with Father Reedy, the, the uh, founding pastor, uh, on June 11th, 1973. They used to call it Holy Hunt because Holy there was Hunt. no church right. building at that time yet when the parish first founded. And there's a number of families that are still part of the parish that were at that first mass. So we're going to honor them, you know, the, the founding pioneers, the founding families of the parish. And, um, and gratefully, a number of them are still active. And so we're going to do things like that. Um, coming up in October, October 16th is a Sunday. We're going to honor and remember the former pastors. Ah, okay. Um, they're all deceased. Father Reedy, the founding pastor, Father Sauchullo, the second pastor, and Father Richard Martin, the third pastor. And two of them, Father Reedy and Father Martin, are buried at Fairfax Memorial in the priest uh, plot. There's a, a section for the priests of our diocese. So we're actually going to go there in the afternoon, Sunday, October 16th, and have a beautiful prayer service remembering them and celebrating uh, their legacy here and, uh, of course, praying for them. And it happens to be the day before Father Martin's birthday, October uh, 17th. Oh, wow. This will be his 83rd birthday. Oh. Father Martin was... Um, a pastor of nativity for 17 years and he died very suddenly wow. it wasn't expected and um the the parish mourned his death and still miss him today sure but his legacy along with father reedy and father sal their legacy lives on in the parish because they were um beautiful pastors who in each made a contribution so we're going to do things like that we're also going to celebrate like on the feast of the baptism of the lord we're going to celebrate all those that have been baptized at nativity uh, and okay. honoring them and then on um, world marriage day in february near valentine's day it's a sunday that's world marriage day we're going to celebrate all those who've been married at nativity you know parish and around first communions all those who celebrate their first communion those who've been confirmed at pentecost will celebrate with them so it'll be a year we'll really um we always celebrate those feasts but we'll celebrate them with an added emphasis on our parish mm -hmm. and the members of our parish we'll celebrate the founding of the knights of columbus and the women of nativity and um, the beginning of the school and re religious education program and of course as you mentioned, we have our beautiful sisters, Sister Donatella, Sister Mary Atilia. They've been here in the parish for 33 years. So 33 of the 50 years uh, they've been with us. So we're going to celebrate with them on the, the Feast of the World Day of Consecrated Life. So we're going to use those opportunities to celebrate the gift of each other. Mm -hmm. along the way. Oh, yeah. And uh, what a beautiful way to, to kind of journey through the life of the parish in a way that keeps it in the present. Like we're celebrating those who are getting confirmed this year, mm -hmm. right? And those those folks. But at the same time, connecting that to the beautiful history and those who have gone before. Mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's a beautiful thing that's sort of revelatory of, of uh, indicative, I should say. It's indicative of the of the church as a whole. Right. When we baptize, we, we witness a baptism, we're celebrating that child's entrance into into the life of the church. Mm -hmm. But we're also 
all gathered in that child's name. We're also recalling and witnessing our own baptism, calling to mind our own baptism when we watch this little one receive receive new life, right? I love that image of being present, but also being connected, being present to the present moment, but also always being connected to the past. Yeah. So yeah. we're centering all of this around three words. Remember, rejoice, renew. Remember, rejoice, rejoice renew. renew. So remember is telling our story, our history, remembering all the, the blessings, all that God has done in the lives of the people and priests of Nativity Parish. So, and we're using the Eucharist as a theme for remember, because Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Mm -hmm. So we do it all in his name. And then rejoice, we're celebrating. <laughs> right. You know, rejoice. And the, we're going to focus on the Blessed Mother, who said, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, and the great things that God has done. So that'll be nice to focus on Mary, the mother of the nativity, as we say. And then renew. You know, an anniversary is a time not also to not only to look back and to celebrate and rejoice in all that's happened, but also to look forward. You know, I look forward in just to renew our discipleship, to renew our commitment as a parish community to serve the Lord and one another and his people. Mm -hmm. So those three words, I think, capture what we're about. Uh, remember, rejoice, and renew. Remember, rejoice, and renew. I love that. Mm -hmm. But I love this idea of rejoice, right? Because in that moment, we're going to celebrate and we're going to rejoice. All these things about walking with the parish and, and walking in the life of the parish, it's all leading to a moment. So what is that day, that celebration, that the jubilee, the, the day where we honor that? I think it's 50 years to the day that it we're going to be celebrating it, right? So what's that it's day going to look like? 50 years to the day. So um, on June 11th, a Sunday... 2023 we will celebrate mass that weekend all the all the masses that weekend will be the celebration of our 50th anniversary as a parish to the day and it's a beautiful feast it's a feast of the body and blood of christ corpus christi yeah. what a beautiful feast to perfect to celebrate and um, bishop burbage is coming to celebrate the 11 o'clock mass uh, which will be a great um opportunity for us as a community to gather but everybody can't come to the 11 o'clock mass so at all the masses that weekend we will celebrate our 50th anniversary each of the priests will celebrate a different mass and preach uh, and then the bishop coming with us at 11 o'clock and afterwards we're going to have a big festival celebration you know a beautiful reception uh, mary's going to be working on a beautiful video to celebrate <laughs> the life of the parish um Bob Clark is writing a, a history book. So we're going to have a hard-covered history book that will be available to for parishioners and we'll have colored pictures uh, celebrating our history. But that weekend will be a very special one, especially the Feast of Corpus Christi, of the Feast of the Eucharist, that Christ is his promise to be with us always and to feed us uh, and to be with us on our journey. Amen. Spiritual nourishment for 50 years. Yes. Um, certainly more spiritual nourishment. Yeah. I better come up with a good homily for that one. Oh, yeah. Start planning now. <laughs> Start planning now for a good one. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. That's amazing. So I imagine just a, a great celebration of all of the, the great gifts that Nativity has been for mm -hmm. the... For the for the past fifty years, yes. How can uh, how can uh, parishioners participate in these uh, anniversary celebrations? Either the day of, or kind of just leading up to it. I know you already invited everyone on October sixteenth. Was it the uh, the pastor's prayer service at a mm -hmm. Fairfax Memorial? But how else can parishioners kind of participate or, or celebrate? Know, and, and we will be you know celebrating all those special sacraments that mm -hmm. we have re all received in those special days uh, this year as a, a parish community. Um, 
everyone can read, you know, the history each yeah. week and um, be, know that we're part of that history, too. Um, we're also going to be doing some uh, renovations mm -hmm. in our church, mm -hmm. uh, renovations in the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. We thought for our 50th anniversary, it would be time to beautify the sanctuary. And so we're going to have a new altar that's being designed and made, a new tabernacle, a new pulpit, um, new liturgical furnishings, new candles. Uh, some of the candlesticks are wooden, and they're from the, the original ones. They're 50 years old and oh, wow. need to be replaced. Yeah. Um, we're also going to uh, replace the flooring in the sanctuary and the steps. You know, right now it's set stone, and a lot of it is chipped and stained, and it can't be repaired or fixed. So we're going to have a nice new marble flooring. The altar will be wood and marble, and that's the same with the pulpit. We're going to pull the tabernacle out of the wall <laughs> and actually move it to the center underneath the crucifix. So it will um, provide, you know, I think a focus when we come into the church. The focus, it's a, it's a little busy in the sanctuary right now. There's a lot going yes, on. There's a lot there going is. on there. And then um, another exciting thing is, um, you know, over on the marble wall uh, where the choir sits, there is an, an image, a um, mosaic of St. Francis holding the Christ child with Mary. And we're going to move that. There's a wall in the back that's empty, so we're going to move it and uh, replace it with seven panels of mosaic stone that will echo the seven panels of stained glass window on the left side. And these seven new panels over the choir section will be the seven corporal works of mercy. Oh, wow. Yeah, like feeding the hungry and giving drink to the thirsty, sheltering the homeless, clothing the naked, visiting the sick, visiting the imprisoned, bearing the debt. I mean, those works of mercy are, they really represent nativity community. Yes. I mean, that's our heart and soul, right, of caring for those in need, of being compassionate, being generous, especially with the poor. So um, these mosaics are going to shine, shine brightly as the sun um, shines on them. And there'll be beautiful images to bring out the uh, corporal work of mercy. For instance, for feeding the hungry, there's beautiful wheat um, but that also, and grapes. It also reminds us of the Eucharist mm -hmm. yeah. and um, giving drink to the thirsty. It's flowing water um, that quenches our thirst, but also reminds us of our baptism. Yeah. yeah. So it's beautiful things like that. And then clothing the naked, it's the robe that the father put on the prodigal son, mm -hmm. the robe and ring and sandals that restored his dignity and his status. And so, you know, we literally clothe the naked, those in need of clothing, but also like God does that to us in confession. When he yeah. forgives our sins, he clothes our nakedness, our sinfulness, and, re and renews our dignity always Amen. as his children. So it's going to be beautiful things like that. So I'm really, really excited about the, the new pillars. Um, this yeah, this has been on your mind, correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't this been on your mind since you became pastor? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, yes. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I first saw the altar, you know, you most can't see it, but behind the altar is a wooden panel. And if you take out the panel, it's just empty inside. It's cinder block. And also there was an electrical outlet coming out of the altar. And I, when I first yes. saw that, I said, I think we can do a little better. But um, I inherited, we as a parish, 
when I arrived, um, the parish was building an $8 million <laughs> building project for the Father Martin Center oh, and the yes. addition to our school and the entranceway to the classrooms and renovating the offices. So we had to do that first and complete that and pay for that first. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to have the opportunity to just enhance our sanctuary a little bit. Will uh, it be finished by the, by the 50th it anniversary? It will, yes. Yeah. So we looked at the schedule. There are no weddings being celebrated from January 2nd to March 15th of 2023. Of 2023. <laughs> so that's the time that the work is going to be done. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to put a big curtain over the sanctuary area and we'll have a um, temporary altar in the front. Yeah. So we can still have daily mass and weekend mass and we can celebrate, you know, all our other activities. But I didn't want to have a wedding during right. that. I'm sure the bride and groom <laughs> would appreciate having the church um, looking beautiful. So Nothing it's a two and a half month time frame to do the work. And as it turned out, um, the bishop is scheduled to come on March 11th to celebrate Mass at Nativity that weekend as we host the Peace and Justice Conference. So all being well, he will dedicate and consecrate the altar at the Saturday 5 p.m. Mass on uh, March 11th. Perfect. All being well. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it's been in your mind. You've been ready for that. One of the things that I, I think for folks that don't know what nativity looks like on the inside, on the left side, as you're facing out to the people, uh, there are a series of seven windows, um, stained glass. Uh, and I believe they uh, they evoke the images of seven days of creation. Yeah, I think. It's, it's, it is the um, it's the story of salvation history. Yeah. From the very beginning, water to... Um, the Christ event to his death, there's a cross and to his resurrection. Right. And uh, Easter symbols. So it's, it's the um, story of salvation history, God striking up relationship with his people in old Testament, new Testament. So I just think it's amazing because that's the story of God's love for us. Mm -hmm. And if you look to the other side, then the question is, okay, well, what do we do with the love that God has for us? Mm -hmm. Right. I love that. If God loves us, we should love one another. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then the next step is that other side with all of the with the seven corporal works of mercy. So a really nice uh, it's going to be really evocative um, uh, parallel between the idea of how much God has given us and then how we can give to our neighbor and our brother and sister, mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters in need. Yeah, so, and very clever, I think, very clever, especially because the one side has the stained glass. The other side backs up to a wall. We can't really just cut through a wall. <laughs> and so, so to be able to turn that into a mosaic enables the same image of almost a stained glass, but, yeah. um, but using sort of the space that's given to us. So, yeah. so a very, a very clever way of connecting those two dots. So I like to say that the new renovations are going to be a simple elegance. Yes. Yeah, simple elegance, because our church is more of a contemporary style, so you can't make of the sanctuary something that it's not. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have to respect it. But at the same time, I think it can be, it'll be a beautiful enhancement and upgrade um, with the new altar, the pulpit, the tabernacle. And then we're going to move the celebrants chairs. We'll be over on the side where the, the current tabernacle is Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to preside from there and the pulpit will be moved on the other side of the altar ah Mm -hmm. wow yeah just moving things a little a little bit to um give everything its due space and to use the space as best as we can 
I always found it. In, I always find it intimidating being there at the center of the attention, at the center point of everything really? when you're sitting. Does yeah, because you... you're because you're the highest point uh, in the in the church, yeah. and and you're kind of sitting right there. And if you look straight up, it's the crucifixes right there behind you. It's 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 a it's an intimidating place in a small sense. So being able to move over to the side, right, and kind of humbly you know allow Christ to sort of take that. You know, it's Christ mm-hmm. in the crucifix, Christ in the tabernacle, Christ in the altar, right, Christ on the altar. It just it keeps uh, it keeps me out of the picture. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, yeah, I think in in the renovations, I'm also thinking of the former pastors because, in a sense, yes. we're we're kind of um, doing things that they liked too. Like for instance, uh, Father Martin never liked the celebrant's chair up in the center. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and when he came, he moved it to the side. Sure. So uh, we're moving it to the side. Um, Father Reedy obviously liked those stained glass windows, the seven pillars. We're echoing those seven pillars on the other side with the mosaic. So I think he'd like that. And Father Sal liked marble. <laughs> yeah. He really did. And now the altar is going to be uh, marble and wood. And same with the, the tabernacle stand, the pulpit, and the new flooring. The new flooring is to be this beautiful um, cream, off-white color uh, marble that will, I think, um, match the wood and the marble of the altar beautifully. Amazing. So, so you're. I'm guessing you're really excited about this. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it. And um, we're working with uh, Dixon Studios from Stanton, Virginia. They're, they're liturgical design artists, and oh, wow. uh, they've done beautiful work throughout our diocese and beyond. So they're well known. And then there's a local uh, stone company called Rugo Stone, and they are um, experts in um, stone and marble. And they're also uh, we're using them to restore the grotto. Okay. Yes, I was going to yes. ask about so that. If we, we have, have any sort of update. Yeah, we, so our new statues of the Blessed Mother and the three children are being hand-carved in marble in, in Italy right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. And they should be finished by Christmas time. And because it'll be winter, uh, we're going to wait till the spring to um, install them mm-hmm. and do some. We're, we're hoping to upgrade the grotto too, like a, a new platform for the statues and do some work on the sidewalks and just to improve that area to make that more beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that should be in the spring. And then in the summer, uh, or also in the spring, we'll be able to dedicate our new altar and sanctuary. It's incredible. All at the same yeah. time. So we have a lot of really exciting things to look forward to. We do. All leading up to, to June 11th. I'm, I'm personally very excited about all the things that you've you've mentioned. And um, and I, I also, I have to put this in. I love the fact that we are keeping the seven original panels because that is one of my favorite parts about this sanctuary, mm-hmm. especially when the light comes in, especially at the 11 a.m. mass. That's the mass that I'll, I'll live stream and I'll be here photographing it as well. And it's just it, it's just this warmth and this glow and it's just so inviting. Um, anyway, so I'm so happy that we're keeping. And Mary, that. <laughs> you're our parish photographer, and you do an excellent job with that. But you have captured some beautiful pictures and angles of the church using those stained glass windows too thank as you. a background. And so thanks yeah. for capturing the beauty of them. Yeah, thank you. One thing I was going to mention, but I didn't know if we would have time, is in part of our theme, one of the themes is remember, mm-hmm. remembering the Eucharist. One of kind of, I guess, the perks of uh, my attending Mass every weekend and photographing is I can get, I can use my telephoto lens to get a close-up on the priests, on you all, up at the consecration. And one thing I've noticed that's really beautiful is your, the expressions on your faces. 
And so I've been sharing that online and sharing it with people. And just if anyone has any doubt ever in their mind that, you know, what we do at mass isn't real or it's a symbol. And it's like, look at look at the expression on the priest's face, like look into your eyes. And it's like you can just see in each of you, really, in each of you yeah. up at the altar, you can just see the depth and the and the beauty and the love that this is, you know, the person of Jesus Christ. So that's just kind of um, one of the yes. fruits that really comes from from my being able to be at mass and to photograph it and share that with everybody. So we are really aware of the uh, moment of awe and wonder and um, the humility of God to come to us in bread and wine. And, and it's, it, it just is a miracle mm-hmm. that we can share in each mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a beautiful thing. It's so humbling to think that the single greatest moment of anyone's life, right, to hold Jesus in your hands is right there in that moment, yeah. right? To just say that at that point, nothing is nothing is as sweet, nothing is as fulfilling as the moment that you just hold our Lord and Savior in, in, our, in our hands. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool moment. Um, no, I, and I appreciate that too, because we even say right at that moment before we lift it up, we say, do this in remembrance of me, yeah. right? So yeah. that remember, yeah. and then we rejoice. Like, yeah. We celebrate mass. Yeah. <laughs> right? Let us proclaim the yeah. mystery of faith. Exactly. Right away. Exactly. Right away. Right away. So, um, so that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, I love the example that you said, you said, um, you said simple, simple elegance. elegance. That's yeah. what it is. Simple elegance, I think is uh, really, really apropos because, you know, I mean, I think some Sometimes people get very worried when they when they see you know huge changes or anything yes. like that, uh, and they, they they feel like maybe I'm losing a little bit of a sense of what I had before that mm-hmm. sense of community or anything. But I think being able to make sensible and being able to make uh, like you said simply elegant designs, the idea is especially to enhance yes. the worship and and to be able to draw us even further in, yes. and, and that's the key, drawing us further into that celebration, um, which really leads into. The next thought, right, is because um, because you know we've been remembering what fifty years looks like. We we've been remembering the goodness of fifty years, and now that we're renewing in this time, what are we looking forward to? What is, Father Bob? Like a hundred years from now, right? A hundred <laughs> years from now, our parish is going to be celebrating hundred and fifty years. Can you believe that? Twenty one. 23 20 how about that in the year 2123 oh we'll be 150 years old who knows yeah. we'll have flying cars in the parking lot we're gonna it's gonna be amazing <laughs> like, but, yeah, that's right um yeah. i'm i'm hoping that about 80 of those that i'll be in heaven with father reedy father martin <laughs> father sal oh, right. and other parishioners here and members of my family you know that rejoicing in that but that here on earth at nativity 100 years from now we'll be able to say well, we're now building our 54th village in yes. Haiti through Operation Starfish because <laughs> wow, we've built yes. 13 in 25 years. So if you do the math, 54th village and not 1,500 homes, but 7,000 homes yes. that we've built in Haiti along with schools and clinics and uh, fish ponds and, and thousands of to, homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that all of that is going to continue. We, we just double down on our commitment to serve the poor and, and needy. I, I think... Uh, There'll be a lot of um, charging stations, probably yes. all all through the parking lot. You know, um, not only the handicap parking, but there'll be charging stations there at the handicap park in other places too. And if the homily does go too long, but at least your char- your battery's getting charged. <laughs> your battery's your getting charged. Yeah, and I think that all the buildings will be a hundred percent reusable energy. Mm-hmm. You know, that we really will 
learn to take care of creation and use other gifts of solar and wind and nuclear to for fuel. Uh, I hope that the Washington Commanders will win you know, maybe three or six more Super Bowls in that time. <laughs> that would be a great thing, I think. Yeah, we'll have something to celebrate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, and that the parish will just continue to thrive and produce beautiful vocations of marriage yeah. and of priesthood and religious life and the single life that all those gifts that God has given us uh, will continue and that the Eucharist will continue to be celebrated faithfully, you know, yeah. um, and uh, more and more children will come to know the Lord through our religious education program in our school that will be vibrant and continue yeah. to grow. So to me, as I look at renewing, is that, yeah, the Lord's going to continue to call the Nativity Parish to do great things in building the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Obviously, yeah. Sister Mary Attila will still be there. Oh, yeah, oh. That, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we do have a time capsule that we're going to, we that's do. part of the celebration. And that time capsule is going to be opened at the 75th anniversary. We've put Allison Fram in charge of it. She's one of the youngest members of the staff. So, And she grew up in Nativity, so that's perfect. Mm-hmm. We'll open that at the 75th and the 100th. In the 125th and the 150th. The 150th, yeah. We've had some pretty funny ideas. I'm on that committee for the time caps. We've had some pretty funny ideas for what we should put in there, like some silly ones. For those of you who don't know, Father Bresnahan has a, uh, was gifted a bobblehead of himself oh, yes, at yes. a wedding. And I was teasing. I was like, how great would it be if we could include that in the, in the, in the time capsule and open that 25 uh, years from now? And, and folks, I'm telling you, it looks just like me. It's, right? yeah. It does. It looks it just is. like me. It's great. It's perfect. It's a, it's like a skinny version of me, but I mean, the beard is on point, the red hair. It's oh, it's yes. pretty funny. So if that shows up in the time capsule and people could be so confused, they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? But yeah, I think I think the idea is that we're going to bury it, quote unquote, or kind of put it away or place it the day of or the weekend of. So that's kind of something else that people can look forward to. Um, we're still kind of debating, um, you know, what's going in it, exactly where. But uh, but yeah, that's just one of the things within the celebration that y'all can look forward to. Amen. Yeah. And I think too, I think a hundred years from now, I think one of the great legacies will be able to look back and see how the parish has grown and not to be that guy, but how the parish has grown under amazing leadership through Father Martin, Father Sal, Father Father Reedy, but also through you, Father Bob. I think there'll be a very beautiful legacy and tribute to the amazing work that you've done to heal the parish in, like you had said, that we had quite a bit of mourning for the yes. passing of Father Martin unexpectedly, yeah. but being able to bring that healing and bringing joy and being able to look forward 100 years and saying, look what we've, not just look what we've been able to accomplish, but look what the Lord has been able to work through all of our different gifts and yours as well. So I think, yeah. uh, I think there'll be a nice little tribute in, uh, in Father Selinsky Hall or, Father, you know, like, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, thank you. And I think that uh, it was Father Reedy's vision to form the parish in the spirit of the Second Vatican Council, mm. which had just closed, you know, like seven years before the parish was founded. And each pastor has kept that spirit. And I inherited a very beautiful community formed with active full participation of the laity sharing with the priests and the religious in living at our baptism. So um, I think of uh, now Saint um, Pope John Paul II. He said the Second Vatican Council is the compass for the next millennium, Mm. for the next millennium. So we're, we're like 
50 years into the council. And so in another 100 years, it'll just be 150 years of the millennium. That's right. So I think that it's a beautiful beginning of um, taking the gift of the Holy Spirit that inspired the church to call this council and to call it to this spirit of renewal and living out our baptism, that that is going to continue. That's going to continue of this uh, discipleship of Jesus. And one can only imagine the beauty of the church when we fully live it out. Amen. Definitely. Well, the challenge has been laid, right? <laughs> the challenge yeah. has been laid. I love it. Oh, I say challenge, but it's, it's an invitation, right? I think that's yeah. the best part. It's an invitation to walk on this journey, this journey an of faith. Yeah. An opportunity. An yeah. opportunity. To be Who, part of something so magnificent, the enterprise of the Church of Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we've got a lot of beautiful things looking forward. Um, Mary, do you have any shout outs? I'm going to shout out Jim McDaniel and all of the amazing work that he does for uh, for Operation Starfish. He was our first guest that we had on, uh, season one, episode one. And, he was our um, pilot. Yes, yeah. Uh, and that was stellar. And just all the work that Jim does. And now he's you know he's he's really really given back. He just has such a, a good servant's heart. And he's uh, been a wonderful personal mentor to Allison and myself. And um, just kind of like a guiding compass of how to uh, how to run and work such a successful ministry that is Operation Starfish, um, but also kind of keeping it so grounded and so rooted in the gospel and in the truth. And it's wonderful that he's on our, um, and he's helping us out planning the 50th anniversary committee. Yeah, just shout out to Jim McDaniel. Thank you so much for all that you do. Amen. Um, we do we, we do love Jim. Um, my, my shout out is Melinda Engelbrexen. I was going to be a second guess. I'm glad yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> no, because uh, just uh, just this past weekend, I got to go um, bless another shipping container. They're really an incredible group. Yes. They have donated storage from self-storage units. They fill those things and then they load up a truck whenever those those things are filled. They load up a, a container truck, you know, one of those massive, you know, 18 wheelers and they just fill it. They fill it with uh, kits for moms, newborns, um, and for moms and who have newborns, I mm-hmm. should say, um, birthing kits, kits for health for women in Haiti and these girls, Melinda and you know Melinda and Meg and their squad from yeah. Stella Marina, just put all of it together, mark it all, get it all insured and excuse me figured out, and so that they know exactly. Okay, here's the thing, here's where it's going, and so you'll make sure that it gets there. They do everything that they can to make sure that this huge crate filled with necessities makes it to these villages in Haiti so that women can have safe births, that doctors have uh, equipment that they need, medication that they need, uh, and that folks who, especially with the, in the wake of the hurricane that's just yeah. passing through uh, today or right now, uh, they're, they're, they're able to rebuild with furniture and other kinds of things. So they are doing a massive amount of work uh, and being able to go and bless that container. I feel like a, I did such a small part you know, you kind of go in, they've been loading it up for hours and you come in and bloop, 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 <laughs> a little bit of holy water and, you know, and then you, you know, but, uh, but it really is a, a blessing to be able to uh, bless and honor them in their work. So I want to give Melinda a great shout out and Meg, and maybe at some point we'll try to see if we can get them on uh, oh, in yes. the future because their yeah, work the is. The ladies from Stella Marina. That's the name of their ministry. Yeah. Stella Marina. Stella Marina. Uh, so I want to give them a shout out. So yes. with that, friends, um, Father Bob, can't thank you enough for rejoining us on the podcast sure it's great to be with you. you yeah it's fun absolutely well we love you and we're grateful for all the amazing stuff friends again um 
check the check the flock note check the website check the social media uh all this year we're going to be doing a number of different things coming up regarding uh, our jubilee yes. so if any of it applies to you we would love to have you um even if it doesn't apply to you if you're from another neighboring place we'd still love to have you of course. <laughs> uh, but we're all gearing up for june 11th 2023 which will be the exact day of the 50th anniversary of the founding of our parish that's right so mark your calendars mark your calendars thank you guys so much remember you are in our prayers we love you and we're praying for you and please pray for us god bless you and have a great day 